Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a bonus episode of MPT, where, of course, we are putting the final bow on season 10 of Vanderpump Rules. I just got done watching part three of the reunion, the pumped up version on Peacock. So, you know, I don't necessarily know what was in the original version or what was out of the original version and in the Peacock. Peacock version. So I'm just going to go over it all. Um, but before we get into that, did you hear the news? <laughs> I couldn't believe you guys. It's been so difficult for me to concentrate on anything today because um, as of this morning, I found out that David and my fiance visa petition was approved. <laughs> Yay. Come on, clap with me. I know you want to. We have been waiting a year and one week for this particular moment. And, you know, I won't keep you forever because I know we want to get to Vanderpump Rules, but I'll just tell you. So I was at work working on our morning show and it was about 8.30 yesterday. And um, I get this text from David. And, you know, he's in Boise right now on a work trip. He was only back here with me for two days before he had to go to this work trip. Um, and he's coming back on Sunday. So it's like not a huge deal. But I get this text from him at like 830, like 20 seconds before I'm supposed to go live on the air. Right. And all I see it say is this is not a drill in all capital letters. And like at this moment, my co-host Bill is getting ready to like turn our microphones on. And I open the text message and I see the picture and it's, it says case approved at the top. And I just go (gasps) like literally freaked out. I was like, what, what, this is not a drill. Our case has been approved after a year and seven days. Oh my gosh. 373 days. We've been waiting for this moment. So I just, I have not been able to focus on anything because I'm buzzing about buzzing about just so excited. I can barely even like focus right now. So um, obviously we're not completely done yet, uh, but there is finally some light at the end of this very long tunnel. And I would say, you know, without going into too many details, if I could give you a timeline, I would say within four to at most six months, David and I will be officially married. He'll officially be able to live here. So keep your fingers crossed, send some T's and P's that this next part moves along um, as quick as humanly possible. So yay, one more time, round of applause. Okay, let's get into Vanderpump Rules. Part three, in comes Raquel Levis, the moment that we have truly all been waiting for. And they start out by talking about the trip to Lake Havasu, where Katie says, you know, she was really trying to forge a relationship with her. She was trying to give her the benefit of the doubt, even though there were some red flags um, when it came to what was going on with um, Raquel and Schwartz. And I really do think that Katie Maloney makes a case for this being her season. Yes, she can be kind of harsh sometimes, um, but she was spot on the entire time. And, you know, she did give out an olive branch to Raquel. I think she gave her more chances than I probably would have. And um, I think Katie read the situation with Raquel and Schwartz and honestly with Sheena as well for exactly what it was worth. It was a storyline. This whole Raquel and Schwartz thing was for a storyline because y'all know Vanderpump Rules before season 10 was on life support. 
and was like slowly going downhill, except it was quickly going downhill and they needed something. And I even remember when the reports came out, you know, back last summer that Raquel and Schwartz were seen kissing at Sheena's wedding. It was like, oh my gosh, that is so wild. We can't wait for season 10, you know? So I think Sheena too, Sheena's not new to the reality TV game. Like she was probably like moving this storyline along too, because she didn't want to be out of a job. And she has said it like on her podcast before, like I didn't know what was happening with the show. I didn't know if I was going to have a job or not. And, you know, Katie in this instance, her, you know, real life pain, real life going through a divorce, you know, that's still a painful thing. Even if she's the one that initiated it, they're using her pain as a storyline. And maybe that was just too far for her. But I think she, she read the room and she was clocked in and I loved it. Um, Raquel talks about how drunk she got that night at Lake Havasu. And she's like, I'm shocked at how drunk I was. And no, in my opinion, like nobody cares that you get drunk. Like people get drunk. I think the more important thing here with Raquel is that it was her mindset shift which is what I think makes it dangerous. You know, not only is the drinking involved, but she's having a quarter life crisis, you know, where she has spent her entire young adult life trying to become Miss California. You have to hold yourself to a certain standard to be in the pageant world, to have hopes at, you know, winning a Miss California. She didn't do it. Um, So I feel like a lot of the things that maybe like you or I got out, in college, when we were 20 and 21 and 22, she is now living those types of years um, as a 27, 28, 29-year-old with someone who's having a midlife crisis at age 40. So it just all around was so messy. And, you know, there's this big lie looming over this entire part three. Now, I went into the reunion knowing what Raquel said in the last five minutes. Um you know, and we'll get to that later, but the whole entire reunion was pretty much them pushing the narrative that they only hooked up once. Then they, you know, went their separate ways and then they fell back in love in December, January, whatever. Obviously now we know that that's not the case, but when you watch the reunion, knowing what Raquel is about to say, it made it a lot easier for me to pick out all the you know, flaws in logic and and the major red flags, one of them being that conversation between Raquel and Ariana. Uh, you know, the one we you you know the one. We all know the one. Raquel was definitely prodding into their relationship. And she she says, you know, I was genuinely coming from a place of do you want to be in this relationship? No, she was not. She was coming from the place of, I need to figure out if Tom or Ariana are going to end this relationship so that I can have him. That's what she was doing. She was not coming from a place of genuinely being concerned about whether or not Ariana wanted to be in this relationship. Um, We also talk a lot about the situation between Oliver, Raquel, and Lala. Am I the only one that could care less? I could care less about the situation that happened with Oliver, Raquel, and Lala. And for your sake, I hope that's the part that they cut out of the regular Bravo version because who cares? Like Oliver has, this has nothing to do with Oliver at this point. And we're still having a conversation about is Lala a mistress? Is she not a mistress? Look, Even with all of Lala's 
explanations and, you know, going into defense mode, there are going to be people out there that will call Lala a mistress from now until the end of time, no matter what she does. Same with Sheena. You know, I, I look at the Sheena of it all. And, and, and this is kind of how I feel about Scandal in general is that people always compare everybody, you know, they've all done bad things. They're all bad people. They're all cheaters for the most part. Yeah, they are. But some of them were 10 years ago. And it's like, are you really going to crucify someone for something that happened 10 years ago? When, when you go through life, you're supposed to grow, you're supposed to evolve, you're supposed to become a better person, not a worse person, right? In the case of Scandaval, that's the opposite of what happened. These people got older, they started making worse decisions than they did in their early 20s. Today's sponsor is Factor Meals. Finally starting to get warmer. You want to spend your time outside and not in the kitchen. With Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Visit factormeals.com slash poptalks50 and use code poptalks50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you will always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. You can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to factormeals.com slash poptalks50 and use code poptalks50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code poptalks50 at factormeals.com slash poptalks50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. I also don't care. They talk about Tom Schwartz making out with Raquel by the pool. Could care less. Don't care. Why should I? We all know it was a facade. They did not have a thing. I have heard Tom Schwartz every other episode say something different about that makeout in Mexico. I've heard him say, I'm not really that into her. And then in the next episode say, but we we did have some chemistry. And then in the next episode, him say, oh, I think she's into somebody else. And then to get to the reunion and say, no, we did. We, 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 we stop lying. Tom Schwartz, you had no chemistry with Raquel. You were never into her. You went along with the storyline to save your show. It's really not rocket science to figure that one out. Raquel also keeps saying, because, you know, Lisa, Lisa, oh, Lisa. I saw this a lot online where people were like, why is Lisa being harder on Raquel than she was on Sandoval? I definitely saw that. But I don't think it's a surprise. I mean, for many different reasons. One, she's in business with Sandoval. But also, she's known him a lot longer. And they're probably a lot closer, which makes her maybe maybe biased towards Sandoval. I don't want to say that because I hate it when I'm called biased. Like, even if there is a sliver of truth to it in anything. Like, we all have our favorites. It doesn't really matter. But... You know, she has his back because she's been with him for years. She has businesses with him. And I think she does genuinely care a lot about um, Sandoval. But, you know, Raquel, her her reasoning for hooking up with Sandoval and then going after Schwartz is saying, you know, I I put the lid on Sandoval 
And so I gave, I allowed myself the opportunity to see what happened with Schwartz. And then I closed the door to Schwartz because of what Katie's mom said to me. But the thing is, anytime someone shows Raquel the slightest bit of interest, she's all over it, you know, because she needs that validation. In the hallway, a, a stumbling Tom Sandoval, drunk as can be, looking for his room. She cracks open the door. Oh, do you need, do you need a princess? You know, like, are you my knight in shining armor? Do you want to come in? And then same with Schwartz. They have that conversation with Katie and Katie's mom in Vegas. But then Schwartz shows up in Mexico and is like, well, what if we just did? It's like, you can't say I'm closing the door and I'm putting the lid on it. But as soon as somebody asks you, you're like, yes, that's not closing the door. That's not putting the lid on things. That's just waiting for somebody else to be the one to initiate it. Right. So then we get to the conversation about the Abbey, what happened at the Abbey. The first time Raquel and Tom Sandoval were seen together, they said there was nothing going on at that time. They were hanging out with James and Allie. You know, did Tom start the open relationship rumor? Um, based on what Raquel told someone at Coachella, you know, the answer is yes, but then they both deny it. Can I say, I love the peanut gallery trailer, <laughs> Sheena, Brock and Allie, where they're like, Ooh, ah, and I was like, no, they weren't at the Abbey with us. And Sheena's like, Raquel did say that there was an open relationship rumor and that she wanted to hook up with Ariana. I love it. I love the peanut gallery trailer. I want it there for every reunion. I want somebody to have a restraining order every single reunion. I want the friends up to sit there with that person and I want a camera on them 24 seven because that was the comedic relief of the day that we needed. Um, Andy asks Tom, were you worried that you guys had been caught? And he was like, no, we weren't. We didn't do anything. And then five seconds later, Raquel's like, I was worried. And it's like, yeah, no, duh, you were worried because you did know that something else was going on. And I'm trying to like contain myself from, from saying points that I'm going to make a little bit later on. So then we get to this apology that Raquel says to Ariana and it's just, it's robot Rachel, Ariana, I am so sorry for hurting you. I am selfish. It was a mistake. It's like, what is happening? I cannot put my finger on it because you have Raquel in the last five minutes, you know, in her own confessional on her own sobbing. You have her sobbing over aging out of pageants, but then you are seated in front of people that are like burning you at the stake. And not one single tear. I cry when I get one bad podcast review that says hashtag, hashtag team page, even though I don't really hate Paige. I'm not happy with her at the moment, but I think she's a nice person. I'm crying over a one-star review on a podcast. And Raquel is being called demented, diabolical, poo-poo head, subhuman. And she's just like, I am sorry. Like, how does that happen? How do you have such a wide range of emotions where you're super emotional or you're emotionless and there's no in between? It's just shocking to watch. Raquel said she did it because she felt they had a connection. She felt seen and heard by him. You know, she said she confided in Tom and that she felt comfortable um, confiding in Tom. And it's like I said earlier, because when these men give her the slightest bit of 
attention, affection, um, validity. She just jumps all over it. And she said, you know, I've been a people pleaser and I just decided to throw caution to the wind and live my best life. And I couldn't stop because I was in love and I am in love. And Tom is also still in love. And oh, my heart just broke for Ariana in that moment because I cannot imagine sitting there with all these people that you have been on the show with for 10 years and this guy that you have built a life with, that you have a home with, that you have a brand with, admit that he is in love with Raquel and Raquel is in love with him. And, you know, I I see the argument all the time like, well, it's a good thing they are in love because who else is going to date them? They should give it a shot if they blew up everybody's lives for this. And I would be an Ariana, right, where I'm like, no, I do not want these two people to be happy together. I don't want them to be able to even look at each other without thinking of me. And we we got that reaction, but in a in a darker way. This moment was dark, wasn't it? Like... And trust me, I understand Ariana's anger and her rage. And I have been in that place of just pure disgust and rage. And you could tell that Ariana just wanted Tom and Raquel to hurt as badly as she was hurting, you know? And I've been there when you're, you know, when my ex-boyfriend broke up with me because he moved on to a better life and just left me in the dust like he didn't care about me at all. And I'm sending him all these text messages about how how mean he is and how he's the worst and just doing everything in my power to make him feel as bad as I do for being the one that got left behind. You can really see like that is what is happening in this moment. Um, And that's when Raquel gets up and leaves. And it's like, yikes, like, like I said, I cry over a one-star review. I can't imagine if somebody was like sitting there telling me that I was nothing, that I was a psychopath, that, you know, I deserve to rot in hell. Like I would be a mess, which is why I can't, I cannot understand Raquel's reaction. It's very strange. I don't know if if maybe she was just not listening or not allowing herself to really let it go in her ears, you know, like she was there, but she wasn't really there. So then they question um, about the night that Raquel slept over. And it's like, we all know that y'all had sex that night. We know it. They still deny it in that moment, at least. They're like, no, no, no. I mean, what do you think happened? They are not in second grade. They are not playing patty cake. They are not getting, oh, we're nervous. We're, We're holding hands. Like, no. That's not what's going on. And Ariana even said, yes, it's a giant red flag, but you trust your life partner and you don't want to be the crazy person. You don't want to be the crazy partner who's like, I don't believe you. I don't trust you because then you open up a whole nother bag of wor- can of worms. And, and you know, Andy's like, did you hook up in the home? And he says, no. And he just keeps digging the hole deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And you have him in, in part one of the reunion say, They're trying to make us out to be pathological liars. And then you lie about everything. They're not trying to make you out to be a pathological liar. They're trying to get to the truth. And you are, you are a pathological liar. 
Is it in your DNA to be that way? Or is it just your defense mechanism in this situation? Who knows? But nobody's trying to make you out to be a pathological liar when you are pathologically lying. Okay. Who knew Tom Schwartz would come in with the zinger question? Not even Andy made Ariana cry. Tom Schwartz made Ariana cry by asking, how does it feel to have the world rallying around you? And at first we were like, Schwartz, shut up. But then she starts bawling. And same thing here. Even Tom starts bawling and robot Rachel is powering down. Beep, 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 beep. You know, like, it made me feel good in that moment. Of course, you know, we all the majority of us are team Ariana because no matter what somebody has done in the past, they don't deserve this level of not humiliation because like she said, she was not humiliation, humiliated, but betrayal, right? Um, just can't imagine this level of betrayal. And then to have the woman sit across from you, just like staring at you, almost borderline twitching because she can't show an emotion. So then they get to this part where they're clearing up some rumors or just weird things that happen, like Tom Sandoval dressing up as Raquel on Halloween. And Lisa's like, what? You did what? Like, how, Lisa, where have you been? How did you not know? And I think this is probably part of something that Lisa was missing, you know, that all of us People who live chronically online know every little detail about the Halloween outfit and the lightning bolt necklace and all the weird things. And that's why we were going so ham on the scandal. And Lisa's like, I just don't understand the mob mentality. And it's like, well, you don't know half of the stuff that these diabolical people were doing in front of everybody's face. And now you heard it on the reunion. You're like, what? Sandoval, you know, <laughs> like Lisa. Get with the program. The lightning bolt necklace, the $780 lightning bolt necklace that she can never wear again. Like, let's be, let's be perfectly honest. She said it was significant to who he became in her life. And then, you know, uh, they were saying she's making this out to be a pageant. It was like a pageant to her. And and another just James Kennedy iconic line. She ain't going to win this pageant either, Lisa. Let me try it again. She ain't going to win this pageant either, Lisa. You know, she's like, I was cringing so hard watching it. But in the moment, she loved it. You know, in the moment, she loved the fact that Tom Sandoval dressed up as her on Halloween. In the moment, she loved the fact that she had this cute little lightning bolt necklace to signal her love for her secret lover, Tom Sandoval, who always wears the lightning bolts. Oh, I was cringing so hard when I was watching it. But in the moment, she loved it because she loved the attention that she got from Sandoval by those little comments. It seems to me that Raquel was surprised to learn that Sandoval was still hooking up with Ariana while they were together in January and the t-shirt comment. This is the comment that Andy was referring to when he said that the comment would make every female in America upset. And he was 100% correct. Even Tom Schwartz. That's when he like, I think that's when Tom Schwartz knew he like buried his head. And he was like, Oh God, we are never going to get a woman to ever come to Schwartz and Sandy's ever again. It's just gross. Like, and, and what's, 
What's the purpose of that comment? Really? To prove that you guys didn't have the picture perfect relationship? We know. We know. We get into um, the fact that Rachel goes by Raquel. You guys, it is shocking to me how many people are in my comments, in my DMs, being like, who's Rachel? It's like, you guys, are you living under a rock? I, I really do try to spell out everything for you. I do. Sometimes it's too much. Rachel, government given name. Raquel, she says is a nickname. It's it's not. Raquel is not a nickname for Rachel. I don't know any buddy named Raquel, whose real name is Rachel. Um, Rach would be a nickname for Rachel, not Raquel. There's nothing like the feeling of being confident in your own skin. It's something that I have struggled with in the past, which is why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, OneSkin. Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy while looking and feeling your best with no complicated routines, no multiple step protocols, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. Right now, I'm using the OS1 Eye Topical Supplement to help strengthen and firm the skin around my eyes. So far, I've noticed it has improved hydration and improved firmness. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code POPTALKS at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code POPTALKS. After your purchase, they're going to ask you where you heard about them. Please support the show and tell them I sent you because I love you like a sis. Um, they were asked about families, you know, did uh, Raquel know Tom's family and vice versa? They denied spending Christmas in St. Louis, even though we've all seen the photos. And later in the episode, we actually do see the photo. Then they're laughing it up in the green room. And it's just, it's like, I love those moments. The reality TV lover in me loves those moments because what a reaction it got out of me. I was just like, Ugh. when she like makes a joke about how, you know, James, you know, James, you know, James said that Allie was an upgrade. He was probably right. <laughs> you know, like, what is, ah, but it did make me feel something, you know, rage, but it did make me feel some kind of emotion. Lisa then goes and gives a pep talk to Sandoval. And this is kind of what, you know, Schwartz went on Jackson Brittany's podcast this week. And this is the sentiment that Sandoval isn't showing. He's showing emotion, but he's showing the wrong emotion. You know, Tom needed to come with humility. Um, he needed to be humble. He needed to be apologetic. And I do think that the last 10 seconds, you know, when he's saying sorry to Ariana and he is crying and the tears are rolling down his face, like that made him look the best he could at that moment because oh, I don't know. It's hard because you don't know what to believe because they have lied so much. It's like, is he crying because he is sorry or is he crying because he ruined his life? Is he crying because he is upset that he hurt Ariana or is he crying because he's blowing it? You know, as he said outside during his smoke break, it's hard to tell. So the last five minutes and, and what a letdown in my opinion, you know, we're just this huge bombshell. 
Vanderpump Rules bombshell. Who's going to be back? Who's not going to be back? Like, who cares? We all know. We all knew this. And this, I think, is the problem with social media in today's day and age when it comes to reality TV shows is that I have heard all of these things online before Raquel told me. I heard the T-shirt comment online before Andy said it's going to upset every woman in America. But let's get into it. So she sits down with the producer six days later to have her final interview of the season. And she finally comes clean. And let me just tell you guys this. So, you know, moving forward, because a lot of people were like production knew the whole time. She's wearing the same outfit. They recreate those confessional outfits a lot during the um, duration of the season. Like just because you go in in the blue dress one day, you'll have to recreate that look on multiple different days to get all of the content. in. so just letting you know that, but She comes in six days later and she says, you know, Tom feels like it would be less hurtful to say that this wasn't going on the whole time. But, you know, we were hooking up regularly while we were filming the season, you know, after after guys night. And then the second time was at Sheena's wedding and we had sex multiple times in Mexico. Um, We like I knew all those things. Because I listen to podcasts, I read the headlines, you know, there was, um, I think it was Sheena's uh, dress designers said they saw Raquel and Tom making out in the hallway at Sheena's wedding. So the producer, though, deserves a raise. That's how, that's how you push someone, you know, it's, it's a, it's a muscle I try to flex when I'm interviewing people on the pod, but it's, it's a lot harder than you would think because you don't want to be like too pushy and you don't want to put the person off. Now, I think it's probably way different for me as opposed to like a producer who that who that's their job and and they're used to them questioning them and, and pushing for more information. But that producer got a lot out of Raquel. She um, recommended a throuple, which was surprising to some, but not honestly for me. I was I was like not surprised at this point. Nothing, nothing surprises me at this point that comes out of Raquel's mouth. Nothing. Or Tom's. You know, especially because of the open relationship thing. And her suggesting a throuple makes me believe that Tom did tell her that they had an open relationship. Um, because why would she bring that up? And then, you know, he immediately shuts it down. So if I'm her, I'm like, oh, he lied to me about that. Because if that was the case, I wouldn't have been immediately shut down. Uh, Then she admits that they hooked up in the house while Ariana was away for a funeral. And she, again, is sobbing. I don't understand how one minute she flips it on, the next minute she flips it off. I think truly I will never be able to understand that. Um, You know, I'm glad she did come out and tell the truth. The sad thing, though, is now that even with this last five minutes where she admits to going to St. Louis and hooking up in the house while Ariana was away and and hooking up at Sheena's wedding. The sad thing is now it's hard to trust her truth. They both have lied so much. Both Sandoval and Raquel have lied so much that you, I, you don't know what's true and what's not true and what is still just a story and what they're still trying to hide. And unfortunately, if they stay together, they will have to combat that forever. I do not see how Raquel could stay with Tom Sandoval after this. Like we said before, you know, there's been headlines come out that say they're not together, whatever. I don't really know what the truth is. She's still sending postcards to the house. I don't know. How do you trust this person 
after everything. And Ariana was right from the get-go. He coached her into telling her what to say. They got their timelines right. They agreed what they were going to lie about, what they were going to tell the truth about. If you're Raquel, how do you trust this man enough to be in a relationship with him? A long-lasting, happy, positive relationship. The last person to trust Tom Sandoval was Ariana. And look at how that ended for her. So I don't know, but wow, 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 wow. What a wild ride season 10 was. My concern is that after this huge season of scandal, nothing will live up to this season. Nothing will compete with this season. Again, like my worst fear is that next season is going to flop. But, you know, I have a feeling that it might. Because we have such high expectations, because now we know that there are certain cast members that won't film with other cast members. So it's like, how do you capitalize on this, you know, snowball that's rolling down the hill to make sure that you at least have like a substantial season 11? Um, In my opinion, I would love to see, and I know it's probably never going to happen, but. I would love to see, you know, Tom Sandoval was crying, saying he wish he, he wishes he could just have one serious conversation with Ariana. I would love to see it on camera. I would love to see him crying. Oh, my God. You know what I just remembered? Do you remember that scene when, oh, my gosh, you guys, sorry. I just triggered a memory within me. Remember that scene when Tom had decided that he was going to be with Ariana, but he still went outside on the patio to have that conversation with Kristen and he's holding her hand and they're both just sobbing. And he's like, I just, I did love you. And I do care about you. I want you to be happy, Kristen. That's exactly what he wants to do to Ariana. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you guys, I have to go back and find what season that is in because if that happens on camera, we'll compare the two and I'll tell you guys that I was right. Hey, we made it through season 10 of Vanderpump Rules. We made it through Scandal. Now what? What am I supposed to talk about now? I don't know. I have a couple days to figure it out before the next podcast episode. Thanks for hanging for a bonus pod. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. And as always, love you like a sis. A Huda Media Production.